Welcome to Sexy Lexi After Hours. My name is Lexi, your sexy studio bae. And the cat's going crazy in the background. Anyway, I am an artist, writer, and recording engineer, among many other things. And this show is dedicated to my freakier side, the side I don't let out in public very often, where we get into some pretty explicit conversations. This week on Sexy Lexi After Hours, I just want to have some general conversation. I've decided I want Lex Chat with a guest to run on Monday. And whoever the guest was, I want their After Hours episode to premiere the following Friday before their After Hours episodes would show first and then their interview on Lex Chat would go on Monday. But I didn't like that setup, so decided to change it. And this episode is pretty much gonna be like the buffer to help me put that new rotation or that new premiere schedule in rotation. So tonight I just want to have some general conversation. And if y'all have any questions, then let me know. Um, I figured I would get the ball rolling on the sexy Lexi after hours chat. Sorry about any noise that y'all may have heard in the background. That was my cat on the air mattress. She just decided she wanted to roll all around. But um, yeah, so I had a show yesterday, so that's why I didn't do a live recording of Lex chat or the after hours chat yesterday, last night. Um, I had a show. It went great. People love the song Motorboat, which I'm really excited about. And I'll be damned if uh, rap ain't going to be what get me on, you know. But hey, I'm not even upset about it anymore because... Not that I was upset about it, but it's just like, you know, ironic. The thing that I don't put a lot of energy into is what gets the most energy, which is weird. Cause I thought that energy, energy grows where energy goes. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So sorry for the cut in audio. Somebody called me on live. And so that messed up the live recording. So I had to stop that because suddenly the live could not hear me any longer but now we are back so yeah as i was saying um this episode is going to serve as a buffer so that i can get my new posting schedule on track so episodes are premiering in the order that i want them to premiere yeah i just put my phone on do not disturb because i get so irritated when that happens it's like as soon like no one's called me all day but as soon as I wanna get on to do my little podcast, that's when I get interrupted. It's very, I don't understand why the universe works this way. <laughs> Just testing my patience, isn't it? Or maybe it's testing what I said I wanted to do, which is speak more ladylike and not curse so much. But shit like that really is fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, yeah, the show went great yesterday and motorboat which if y'all tuned into a previous episode of sexy lexi after hours i explained what motorboat was all about <laughs> oh thank you ray ray for subscribing to my youtube spicy james ellington says setting the boundary yes phones were made to keep people on each other's back at every second and you know what that I wish I would have included that in my get ready video, get ready with me video the other day. Um, because that's a boundary, right? 
this technology, while it is great that we can connect so easily, I don't think we're meant to be connecting all the damn time. And then with the rise of social media, people can connect to you from different angles. So we got the telephone, you used to just, you used to just be mail, right? Or the telephone and then email and then social media. So if somebody can't reach you, there are so many ways for them to get through and that irritates me, especially since my actual phone rings when someone calls me from Instagram, my actual phone rings and it disturbs my peace. I don't have notifications set on for any of my social media because I don't wanna know about any notifications until I choose to log on to the social media application because that's like an anxiety trigger for me. I don't like when people can just reach me whenever. <laughs> the only people who will have special privileges is gonna be my family, my immediate family, and my man, whoever I'm giving my attention to. But yes, Ray Ray Glass says, you'd have to write a letter and wait two weeks. Exactly. And there was more patience involved in that. Spicy James Ellington says, we should use this like a business tool and connect to your distant viewers, but keep a trusted friend group. I would agree with that too. But it's it's gotten to the point now where sometimes um, if someone can't reach me by phone or text message, they'll hit me up on Instagram and or Facebook and or email. It's just like, why? If we started on one medium, stick to that medium. Don't try to cross. Don't try to cross communication lines. That's the quickest way to irritate me. But anyhow, this is supposed to be the sexy Lexi after hours chat. I don't want to spend this chat like, you know, complaining to y'all about getting phone calls and being too accessible. But um, my point for mentioning that was that's another, I think that's a huge contributing factor to the decline in mental health. Too many things, things that should be out of sight, out of mind, they are constantly in our face and easily accessible at the push of a button. So I think we need to remember certain boundaries as humans as we have these technological advances. Not all advances are good for our human nature. And I agree, Ray Ray, people do need to gain patience. So, T Marquet Designs 2 says, my first time here, I'm subscribed to your YouTube. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for subscribing. And, yeah, so welcome to Sexy Lexi. Um, so on my regular YouTube channel, I have the Lex chats or I have studio tutorials, harmony breakdowns, singing videos, all things artistry for Lexi, right? Um, I also have a new YouTube channel slash new podcast that I started a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago now, called Sexy Lexi After Hours. And we have explicit conversation. So I do have an OnlyFans. It's not as crazy as some people would probably like for it to be, but this is the podcast that goes along with my OnlyFans page, onlyfans.com slash sexy Lexi studio, S-E-X-C-L-E-X-C studio. It is free to subscribe and this podcast is free to view once a week through there. I also post this podcast on YouTube as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So we do, typically I will do a live recording of this on Wednesday night about 10 o'clock. Um, but this past Wednesday I had a performance, so I didn't do Lex Chat or Sexy Lexi After Hours. But 
typically I'll do the live recording on a Wednesday night and then the replay of that episode, the edited version of that episode will come out on Friday, 9 p.m. for Sexy Lexi After Hours. Friday at 9 p.m. is where you can catch the replay of these episodes if you missed the live. So keep that in mind. And what Sexy Lexi is all about, it's exploring whatever kind of conversation, no matter how explicit it gets. Typically, well, for the past few weeks, I've had guests on, but I need to take a break from bringing guests on because my budget is, um, they, everybody wants salmon. So I'm not able to pay my guests just yet. But what I do offer is a home cooked meal <laughs> and everybody has been requesting salmon. It is not in my budget to be cooking salmon for y'all every single week. And I don't even cook salmon for myself every single week. So I'm probably only going to have one or two guests per month on Lex chat as well as sexy Lexi after hours. But typically when I have a guest on, we play truth or drink for the entire duration of the episode. And Basically, whatever question I ask, if they don't want to answer it, they drink. If they ask me a question, I drink. Um, if they, if either one of us forgets to answer a question that the audience that y'all ask us, then we have to take a shot. And eventually, I will get into doing a dare. So, like, if you send in tips, I'll be streaming live on OnlyFans, um, and I'll be streaming on Instagram. So if you send me a tip on OnlyFans or if you send me a tip to my cash app, if you're watching from Instagram, send me a tip on my cash app or through OnlyFans, at least $5, you can give us a dare. If we don't do the dare, then we drink, but you know, we get tipped, we gotta, gotta do that dare and that's gonna be on camera. But only the people on OnlyFans will see those dares. People on Instagram, that's, I gotta keep it PG because I don't wanna get kicked off, but yeah. Um, Sasso said I'll come for free. Yeah, I haven't cooked for you in a while, Sasso. Uh, okay, so let me get into some of y'all's questions. Spicy James Ellington. How long have you been a YouTuber slash videographer? Oh, you honor me with the term videographer. I would not consider myself one, but uh, YouTube, I have technically, I've been on YouTube for over 10 years now, but back then I used to just post a lot of singing videos. Um, being a consistent YouTuber, um, gosh, I'll say since 2017, 2018, so four or five years I've been a, a, a YouTuber. Um, official Mr. Flat Show 74, do we have a topic or just random questions? Uh, just random questions. Y'all can, this will be like a get to know me kind of episode. Um, I did write down some things that I might want to go over, like my sexual history. And I see, I kind of want to get into that too, because someone already asked it. We right here. Thank you so much. They asked about sexual identity. Where is it? Where is it? I know I just saw it. I know I just saw it. Am I losing my mind? Have I lost it? Have I lost it? Really? Oh my God. You are kidding me. You'll have to excuse my accent. I've been watching Bridgerton for the past week. It was absolutely divine. Well, I've seemed to have lost that question. I do apologize. Oh, there it is. By Ray Ray. How do you identify? Oh wait, how to identify with, how do I identify with my sexuality? Yes, we're gonna get into that. Yes, yes. All right, so. 
my sexual identity, right? Let's take it back, way back into my childhood. Um, and I'm sorry if this doesn't come off as eloquent and I'm going to try to limit the amount of times that I say, um, but let's see. So my sexual discovery, you could say, I was first off nine years old when I had my first period, I was in fourth grade. I was in fourth grade. I think I was nine years old, had my first period. Um, before that, probably I was like, honestly, seven or eight years old when I first kind of discovered that that part of my body was pleasurable and gosh, I just, I'm feeling shy about this, but we're not supposed to hold back secrets. This is supposed to be explicit, right? So I would say that I very much knew and understood what sex was when I was seven or eight years old. And then when I was nine is when I actually got my first period, which was very scary as a child. I was already always the tallest girl in all of my classes. <laughs> so, and I was really quiet. So people didn't really talk to me. Uh, very much an introvert. I've broken a lot of shells from being so young. So it might be hard for y'all to believe that I'm actually very introverted and shy because I have this persona that I've been working on for so many years. But yeah, so seven or eight when I was aware of sex and aware what pleasure was and doing weird shit like humping pillows or rubbing myself, um, you know, letting the water run down there. That, I didn't discover what an orgasm was from that, but definitely like humping pillows or like teddy bears or shit like that. Um, kind of embarrassing, but I'm pretty sure we all experienced something like that growing up. So I grew up in a two parent household for the most part, although I mostly remember my mom being a single mom, but the example of a two parent household between a man and a woman was always like the example for me. So um, I did have some sexual experiences with a couple of my girl cousins where we might like an older girl cousin, like basically catching herself trying to teach me and my other cousin how to kiss type situation. So that's probably why I had such an early sexual awakening in my opinion. So I kissed a girl cousin when I was younger. She was probably like three or four years older than me. And then I guess, I don't know how we knew about sex so young. And I've never even told, I'm mm, not really finding out the real right now, but I've never even told other family members about this. But yeah, um, had sexual experiences with a couple cousins growing up. So I think that's how I got such an early exposure to sex, but it wasn't on any kind of like molestation or nothing. It was just, I, I think my cousins grew up a little quicker than I did in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, I was just exposed to that and learned how to kiss at a young age, learned what, learned what pleasure was from a clit at a young age. So there's that but grew up in a two parent household, always had a man and woman. I never questioned my sexuality. Those experiences with my cousins, they didn't cause me to become gay or anything. Um, I have had sex with women, but I don't think I would ever get into a relationship with a woman. I'm enough woman for one relationship, okay? Okay, so yeah, um, very much 
heterosexual, straight, but I do like to experiment and I'm pretty free and open when it comes to what I'm willing to do. So there's that. Um, yeah, I would have to say my first sexual experience was probably, probably with a cousin, with one of my cousins, one of my girl cousins. And then after that, like learning that I could hump on a pillow to have an orgasm. <laughs> so yeah, very, very young when I discovered sex and pleasure. Um, yeah. And you know, back then it was like, you had limited HBO channels if you didn't buy HBO. So there would be like the after hours shows that would come on, especially BET, when the more risque music videos would play after 10 p.m. So when I finally got a TV in my room when I was younger, I would be watching shit like that on television. Or HBO sometimes had like sexy things playing on the TV past a certain time. You know, you pretend you're falling asleep on the couch but you have that last button, right? Set to like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or something. And as soon as you hear somebody or you feel like somebody about to come into the room or you feel like somebody coming down the stairs, you click that button real quick and it goes back to the cartoon channel. <laughs> so I definitely did that as a kid. Um, just interested in seeing people having sex and hearing people having sex was always something that was interesting to me very early on, so. Um, Sasso says in your DNA. Yes, typical little girl shit. <laughs> um, Ray Ray Glass six 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 says I used to learn that engaging my core was so pleasurable. Huh? What do you mean by engaging your core? Like literally engaging like your abs? Um, cause I think I know what you mean. For me, guys don't like it because it takes such a long time for me to come allegedly. I can admit it takes you got to work a little bit but for me I like to have that buildup of pressure so when I hold on to that pressure it's because I want to explode but I've had some guys who assume that you're just supposed to come as soon as their tongue touches your clit and like nah nigga you got to work for that you got to give me that motorboat motorboat mm, feel it from the throat a hey. motorboat <laughs> motorboat yeah motorboat made me feel it in my toes damn motorboat motorboat Motorboat, 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 yeah. Oh my God, it was such a, it was such a vibe yesterday. I had people singing along with me to a song they'd never heard before. My first time performing it. I'm very proud of myself. I didn't forget the words. Okay, official Mr. Flatshow 74. Okay, I'm up to date on sexual things. So my question would be, is my timing off or is the interest level not yet mutual? Uh, I would say both. Uh, your timing is off and I'm not, I'm not yet that interested. HBO after dark. <laughs> Quinn with the key says bet uncut tip drill was the goat. <laughs> last time official Mr. Flat Shoals asks, uh, last time you had great sex, like orgasm sex. Um, probably, oh wait probably a few weeks ago, maybe like two, three weeks ago. It was great. It was great. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I'm acting so shy. Um, 95 says facts, I like the buildup. So yeah, I, I do not orgasm from 
penetration alone, I need that clitoral stimulation, which is true for like 70, 80% of women. So um, yeah, it always blows my mind how guys think that as soon as they tongue touches, that it's supposed to be fireworks. Like, nah, nigga, you need to find my rhythm. You need to find the right amount of pressure and you need to be consistent. If I tell you don't stop or just like that, why did you change the rhythm of your, and why did you change the pattern and the movement and the rhythm and the pressure? I know like, I know it can probably be frustrating that you found something that I like, but then as soon as I say, don't stop or keep doing that particular thing, it's like you forgot what you were doing. Very frustrating, very frustrating. But yeah, um, I'm not gonna take any live live uh, requests on Instagram because I haven't figured out how to hook up the audio to my computer just yet to have the same clarity from a live participant on there. So yeah, um, I would say for me, if I'm, I can have more intense orgasms though when I'm being penetrated and I have like a toy on my clit. So if I have like someone gifted me a rose, that shit is amazing, okay? It's a little too intense, honestly. The rose is a little too intense if you're not careful with how closely you put it up against your clit. And I wish it had softer vibrating modes, but if I'm getting some dick and I got a, a rose on my clit at the same time, that is the most intense orgasm ever. I <sighs> feel so good. Ray Ray Glass says, I need that clit stimulation. Yes, him the fella says, we have more in common than I thought. Yes, how do you mean? How do you mean? Ray Ray Glass says, a toy and penetration is just, ah, hard eyes. <laughs> yeah, and um, I've been blessed that, well, actually I've recently only started to I've recently only started using toys with partners like in the last year, honestly, but I've been fortunate in that I haven't dealt with guys who are insecure about bringing toys into the bedroom. So I'm really, and I think it's because men who really understand a woman's body, they understand that, and it's not a pride thing. They just understand that you are not going to make a woman come from the dick alone. No matter how good you think you are, there's a very small percentage of women who actually come from penetration alone. So, and if you say you wanna make your woman happy and you want her to come and you want her to enjoy herself, why would you not be open to the idea of at least trying a toy? So I've been very fortunate in that the men that I mess with, they don't have any issue with toys and they're very, secure in themselves and they want me to get mine just as much as I'm trying to help them get theirs. So if you're going to be selfish about my pleasure because you're insecure about some toy, then you will not be my partner. Because as we discussed in previous episodes of After Hours, I cannot deal with a selfish partner. I am a pleaser. And if I'm sitting here willing to do everything to please you, but you're not willing to do whatever to please me, it's not going to be a good match. Official Mr. Flat Shoals says, it's not easy to get access, but I'm consistent. So you will continue to hear from me. <laughs> so you hear, 
continue so you hear from um i think that's what you meant though but shit using a toy on him not using a toy on him using a toy on me while we're having sex so while while i'm being penetrated have either a rose or a bullet stimulating my clit so i can have an intense orgasm now there was one guy who i can't stand this nigga he's how old is he he is 44 how old am i 10 okay so that's 16 years older than me and he told me that he's never had sex with a toy before i was like sir you're not living you are not living um i think it's unfortunate when people feel like they can't explore sexually like i'm i'm a big believer in don't yuck someone's yum right if it's not for me then we're just not a good sexual match right but um if you like what you like then why shame someone for what they like in the bedroom and there are a lot of like even even i had a guy ask me to stick a finger in his ass one time <laughs> y'all we're getting so explicit we're getting so explicit. Oh my God. So I had a guy ask me to stick a finger in his ass one time and I was like, okay, I tried it. He didn't want it moved around or anything, but he said he just likes the way the pressure feels while he's getting his dick sucked to have the pressure on his prostate with my finger pushing his prostate. So I was like, yeah. And this was someone that I was with. He was my boyfriend. I'm his girlfriend. And he's, you know, that's something that he said was going to please him and make him feel good. So I was with it. And there was no shaming. It wasn't, oh, nigga, that's gay. It was nothing like that. It was just, okay, this is what he wants in the moment. But I feel like this guy who was 44, I feel like he, because there's so much um, shame around men who like certain things in certain places, like women probably shamed them or made them question their sexuality because they might like a little anal play. But if that's what gets you going, that's what gets you going. And it's unfortunate that they've experienced women who made them feel like they can't be free. If you are in a relationship with someone who you can't be sexually free with, I don't think that's a good relationship in my opinion, but that's just me. Um, when I say I want you to be pleased, I'm willing to do what it takes to make sure that you're pleased. So if you tell me that you like something, I'll explore it with you at least. I will at least try. And then if I don't like doing it, at least we can say that we tried or we can work on finding some kind of solution, right? But this man said he is 44 and a woman that he was with wanted him to use a toy and he didn't know how he felt about that because shouldn't his dick be enough? And I was like, nigga, you are delusional. Your dick is not that big. I get confidence, but let's not be delusional here. It's mediocre at best um shout out kevin samuels rest in power i actually did like his content he spoke facts but yeah so i i had had sex with this 44 year old man and uh he's sitting there i didn't tell him that the sex was whack per se i just told him that it wasn't as great as he thought it was like it wasn't as great for him for me as he thought it was he was probably having a great time i was not so yeah, there goes that. But I just think it's really sad that he's that old and never played with toys with his lady. It's just very unfortunate. Um, 
EK Remix Unplugged says, P.S. I have borderline ADHD in two hands. Toys, absolute necessity. Is it absolutely necess- necessary? No, it's not necessary. And I don't want to use toys every single time. It just, when I want to do something different or I might want to feel like extra intense orgasm, then yes. Like there are some times where I want to explode from orgasm, there are other times when I'm really just having fun being dominated. I'm really just having fun feeling your body and feeling you inside me and just having your hands all over me, lips, everything all over the place. Sometimes sex is not always about orgasming, it's just about enjoying the act of it. It's not so much about coming, you know? See that part, that's where, man, halfway understand. Still fully weird enough to make him your ex. The end. <laughs> I'm mannish enough. I wake up on rock with no intention. Wagwan, this guy's y'all see me. And body, not just the peen. Yeah, understood at spice it up. It's the climb. Lexi, you are me. Yes. <laughs> so toys are not absolutely necessary, but they certainly do enhance the experience. And like I said, I would never yuck anyone's yum. And it really hurts me for some men that I hear, well, that particular man, sorry to that man, cause he is not living. Just like Sasso said that he damn show ain't living. But um, I, I hate that some women weaponize pleasure against men. Um, I'm nasty. I need someone who is as nasty as me. If I like certain things, I don't want to feel bad about that because then the mental part of it, if I don't feel completely comfortable around you, why would I want to continue giving you my body and I don't feel safe with you? That doesn't make sense. So I need to feel safe and I need to feel free and not judged. That's what I hope to give to whoever I'm intimate with and sexual with. I want you to feel free and not judged and I want you to feel safe that I understand that you like what you like and I would never hold that against you because I like pleasing you and I want you to reach the glory, the promised land. <laughs> um, Ray Ray says, I just like feeling that body inside of mine. Yes, it's just, and then like from the side and they grabbing you and making you take it. It's just, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, EK Remix, Remixed Unplugged said, a man that listens, glistens. I like that. Some women, this America. Yeah, some women. But yeah, I really I really hate that for, for y'all's men. And it's my personal belief on a random, sort of random tip. If you, if you are a man and you're in a relationship with a woman and you ask her to do something with you with anal play, that's not gay to me because it's still a sexual act between a man and a woman. It's not gay to me. Now, I will say what is very unattractive though is I had a guy ask me to eat his ass and he laid on his back and spread his legs like a bad bitch. And I was like, sir, this is not masculine at all. I don't like this. <laughs> this is, I want to, I want to go home. I don't, I want to go home. 
it was very strange to see that. Now that I discovered I do not like. So for me, any man that asked me to do that and then he busting it like a bad bitch, I'm questioning your sexuality because that was very weird. Why are you spreading like this? You're a man. I don't want to see that. No, you can just have your legs, your have your feet planted on the bed. You don't have to do the full. I wonder if I can do this on here. Not that y'all are going to see, but uh, if you like, <laughs> make sure I can, if you're like spread like this, as a man, I don't want to see that from, I don't want to see that from my man. That's not sexy. It destroys the masculine image. That destroys the masculine image more so than you knowing what you like and you liking a little anal play. You spreading your legs. Ugh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Having sex. Nah, I need to, you don't need to come every time. I agree. You don't need to come every time. It's just fun to be doing that with somebody and that's sometimes that really is the point just having fun having sex uh ek remixed unplugged says pss all good denise williams that's who sings free right and ray ray uh free i'm sure maybe just realize because that door is ajar <laughs> like hey one day i'm gonna get shorty to eat my groceries um and maybe it's not my favorite thing, but just make sure you're a clean man if you're asking a woman to eat your ass. Thankfully, the there's been two guys in my history who have wanted me to eat their ass, and they were both very clean and shaved around there. So that's very much appreciated. Being shaved is not a requirement for me, but it certainly helps. Um, but I mean, I don't like it. I don't love doing it. If it pleases him, then I'll do it. Cause I've heard that some guys like to have they ass ate while they're, you know, you might stroke their dick from underneath or or lick the balls and lick the ass around the rim or whatever. I heard they like that. Um, shout out to Tamir for that information. Um, but yeah, I it it doesn't bring me pleasure. I would literally only do it if that's what he wanted and if he was mine and I was his. And that's the difference with these guys. We were in relationship or we had been dealing with each other for a long time. So I'm not just out here having casual sex and doing all kind of, no, 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 no. I need sexual monogamy. Casual sex is dead, honestly. And it's very draining and emptying. And I don't, I don't like it. Don't like it. Um, but yeah, if that's what he likes, then sure. Please do not eat my ass. I don't like that shit. Keep your fingers away from my ass. I don't like that shit. Um, unless you're giving me, well, there was one guy who gave me head and he put a finger in my ass, but he didn't move it. It was literally just like that pressure on it. That felt good. But don't try to move your fingers in and out while you're giving, that's the, the quickest way to dry me up. Ross <laughs> Bomba Clot Bomba Ross Clot um, EK Remix Man God take me home <laughs> Sasso said You got some experience little girl You know I got I got a little bit experience I got a little bit Little bit I do not limit myself sexually Something I'm very proud of actually Um 
Let's see. EK Remix Unplugged says, backspace, backspace. <laughs> Enter. Girl, stand alone. I'm telling you. Um, mm-mm. Ray Ray says, do not eat my ass. Yeah. Do not. I don't like it. Please leave that alone. Um, an anal play is something. If he wants it, then I'll do it. It's not horrible doing it. You just need a lot of lube. Like if he wants to penetrate that kind of anal, anal play, he wants to put his dick in my ass, then yes, you. I'll do it for him, but it's not something that brings me pleasure, like at all. I don't feel any kind of sensation from that, whether someone is, has, is like having sex with me there or if they are eating it, like it, it gives me absolutely no pleasure. No ass. Me not want that. Me not want it. That's right, Ray Ray. Me not want it. Keep it away from me. So, uh, <laughs> EK Remix says pescatarian. I'm emphatic. People get constipated and whatnot. Yeah. You, you, anal play is also something you can't just do. It's something that you kind of have to plan for because if you haven't gone to the bathroom, if you're not, if you haven't been eating a proper diet, uh, you, you could have gas during sex or when you sweat, you have a bad body odor or when you come, it doesn't taste right. Um, you might have to shit. What if you fart? Like that's gross. By the grace of God, I've never experienced that. I don't think I've done it enough to have experienced that. But yeah, you really got to make sure you clean yourself out, go to the bathroom, shower really well. And then something that I don't like, there was one time a guy, he wanted to go from, from pussy to ass, pussy to ass. And I was like, bro, you are going to give me an infection, a yeast infection or a UTI, a urinary tract infection. If you try to go from my, from my vagina into my ass, that's gross. You will have to wash it off in between. Now I'll let you go from vagina to ass, but you're not going to go from ass to vagina. That's gross. And if, in my opinion, you're not a real man. If you don't understand that by now, you haven't had enough sex. If you don't understand that you can cause infections and bacterial vaginosis in women not just from having multiple partners and going raw with multiple partners but if you're not taking the proper precautions it's not always the sexiest thing to have to stop and go wash up really quickly but it's worth it to take the precaution to take the few moments to baby let's take a break let's get refreshed and then we'll get back to it just like Men should be peeing before sex, so there's not any like leftover pre-cum or sperm in, at the tip of the of the you know what I'm saying at the tip of the dick. It when you pee before sex, it cleans out all of that stuff. So that's a good recommendation for men. For women, make sure you pee after sex, immediately after. Don't lay around because that will also give you some kind of infection, whether urinary tract or yeast, probably a urinary tract infection. Um, official Mr. Flat shows, what exactly do Lexi want and need from a man? There, 
That's a very loaded question. That is a very loaded question. There's a lot of things I want from a man. I think what I need is uh, security. I wanna feel safe around you, not just physically, but I need to feel emotionally safe with you um, and not like you're gonna use anything against me or not like you're going to dismiss my feelings. I, I just need to feel safe. I know for sure off the bat, I need that. What do I want from a man? I want consideration and I want attentiveness. And I know that takes time, the attentiveness to learn what I like to be able to anticipate my needs. And I will do the same for my man, obviously, but that would be something I want. I could probably be very long winded on that question. So I'm gonna, if you could make that a little more specific, that would be great, but I'm gonna keep it at that. EK Remix in regards to the anal play, you got to plan like you're going to chemo or something. <laughs> FZ movies, bless people. Sasso says, teach them Lex. Um, hazmat suit cleanliness is next to godliness i think what i need um yeah your comments are kind of sporadic there ek your comments are kind of sporadic but yeah uh until another question comes through i guess let's say so what i need is security physically i would like to feel secure with you so I do tend to physically want a man who's bigger and taller than me and looks mean to the rest of the world, but he's soft with me. Um, but I, I wanna feel like you can protect me. I know that's not as necessary in this day and age because like predatory threats are not as prevalent as they may have been back then, but physically that is what I would prefer emotionally be a good listener make me feel heard i want to know that you value what i'm saying and you value my input on things and yeah because if i don't feel safe with you at least in that way then you're not gonna get me you might have me sexually for a little bit if you can really fuck but you're not gonna retain me like mentally I'm already thinking I can't take you serious. This is just a fling. We just hear fucking, but I'm not ever going to take you serious for anything long term. And some guys have gotten their feelings hurt because they thought the dick was good enough to keep me around or they thought the motorboat was good enough to keep me around. And they thought they could get me to do shit just because they gave me good dick or good motorboat. And they were sadly mistaken or they thought they could get me to submit because I like having sex with them. But these same niggas wasn't, well, that's not true. Motorboat was paying some bills. Motorboat paid some bills for like the first two months and then he stopped. But most of these niggas making demands that they, they can't keep up with. Uh, EK says, nah, I replay as you're speaking and kind of fast as you carry on quick enough. Um, yeah, your typing is keeping up with me very nicely. Uh, Ray Ray says, so you always protection while having sex right now? Not always, unfortunately, not always. 
but the conversation is always had like, are you fucking other people? If so, that's something I need to know. I don't like if it has to be a conversation. I don't want to, I don't want to stammer over my words, but it has to be a conversation, right? Are you fucking other people? If you are, I'm not upset that you're having sex with other people. I just need to know, and I'm not going to keep tabs on who you're with, when you're with them, but I just need to know if I am not the only one so I can take the necessary precautions. Um, EK says I'm 5'10". Is that tall enough? Um, yeah, that's tall enough. I would like at least six feet because when I put on my heels, I'm six feet tall. But that's tall enough. If we can be the same height when I put heels on, then that's fine. But I would prefer you to be taller than me after I put heels on. Official Mr. Flat shows, I'm caught up on sex. So basically, what does it take to tap into that sexual part? You got to get me mentally first. I have to be interested in that way to even consider giving you any of any part of myself sexually. I think where a lot of guys mess up is, at least with me, where guys mess up with me is they mistake how sexual I am with that being a way to keep me. You might have my body for a little bit, but you're not about to tell me what to do just because you gave me some good dick last night. I very much am aware in my mind, this is sex. This nigga don't pay bills. Sometimes I've been over a man's house and this nigga don't even offer to give me money for breakfast or he doesn't get his ass up out of bed and make me a bowl of cereal at least. It doesn't have to be an extravagant breakfast, but damn, as a host, you don't even offer a simple orange juice, water, coffee, cereal, toast, eggs. Um. So yeah, we're because I'm such a sexual person, people really, guys really miss understand me they think that sex is all i need to be happy it's so much more than that for me but i have apparently such a high sexual energy um which gets me in trouble a lot official mr flag show flat show says when the dick isn't enough what keeps your interest friendship so if i can't really stand conversation with you or i can't really stand your company it's not gonna work long term it won't work for sex actually because even in the small moments after sex and we're talking we can't have a decent conversation yeah when the sex isn't enough you got to be my friend you have to be my real and actual friend don't ever think that dick is going to be enough for me ek says but i'm an artist like i paint oh but i'm athletic and i'm that dog big dog ray ray says for sure you need to be safe for yourself Ray Ray says she's sapiosexual. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I, uh, EK says, I don't have tattoos. P.S. I'm built like a f like I fight. So imagine I can pick you up either way. Okay, I'm 155 pounds. It's not about whether or not you can lift me. Lifting, yes. Can you endure me? Can you maintain 155 pounds? And how long can you maintain 155 pounds? You know? City of Brooklyn says, not with a height requirement, Ray Ray. Um, no, I can still be sapiosexual and prefer a taller man. 
because something for me too, which I had a conversation with somebody the other night, it was like, you know, I realize, and if y'all tuned into the episode with Maximilian, he was calling me out in my poor taste in men. Um, but for me, the physical attraction is very important. If I'm not physically attracted to you, then I know for myself, I'll be disciplined, but I will be miserable and in constant torment. It could possibly open up a can of worms and possibly open up a possibility of me cheating on you if I don't find you attractive. So certain things that are preferences for me, um, it's because I want my relationship to last long that I take certain preferences very seriously. You can't be ugly and short. You can be tall and not as cute, but you can't be ugly and short. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyway, Heather Headley, be careful, get with them demon. Energy's realer than the realest person you'll ever meet. Uh, Ray Ray says she's sapiosexual into looks, motivation, friendship. Exactly. EK says, but trust when people tell you who they are, like actually tell you, hear them. Oh, definitely listen, listen. Uh, Ray Ray says a stool cannot stand on less than four legs. And yes, we had that conversation on the last Lex chat with Maximilian. And just like streams of income, why would you have a table with one leg? All someone needs to do is knock that one leg and there goes your whole table. But if you have a table with four legs, knock one leg and one side might be a little wobbly, but the whole table still remains intact and for the most part, upstanding. Three to four legs, a stool must stand. That's what relationship needs. Ray Ray gonna make me fuck up the gene pool. Talk that. City of Brooklyn. I'm only saying by the mere definition of sapiosexual, it rules out the aesthetic. Mm, I suppose. But um, certain things can be overlooked eventually. Um, That's where guys fuck up too, right? You don't know how to be a woman's friend. <laughs> you don't know how to be a woman's friend. So if you are able to get to know a woman and not obviously make it, not make it so obvious every damn moment that you want to fuck her, then you can actually get to know a lot about her and get to know a lot about other women as well, or at least have some kind of insight into how a woman thinks, right? Um, and you might even, getting to know her and she's getting to know you other things can be discovered about each other over time. But if you, like if I, if I notice somebody is being way too sexual with me all the time and they're claiming they wanna be my friend, like it's, it's an instant turn off. It's an instant turn off. Cause uh, like the previous cut buddy I had talking about, oh, we friends, <laughs> nigga, no we not. <laughs> I could never call on you when I need you. You could call on me and I'm picking up the phone, but when I call you, I got a call to get no answer. And then I get a text two hours later saying, oh, my bad, you know? Shit's annoying. Mace Bob Black says, ugly and short, LOL, my struggles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, sir, you're not gonna do that to yourself and I won't let you do that. EK says, it depends on the diameter of that one leg. 
Okay, we're talking architecture now. A tree has one trunk, but a tree has roots that keep it grounded. And from those roots, so you can cut the trunk. Maybe not a tree is not the best example, but you can cut a stem, but if you don't kill it at the root, it still will grow back. So try again, sir. I don't like your comparison. EK says best rebuttal is its roots are its legs. Oh, there you go. But Nahi took that away. Nahi. A tree grows from a seed and if you cut it down, each ring is how many years it's lived. EK says, and Lex, we underestimate one another generally before anyone passed that point. Yeah, I think men and women, we do not do a good job of understanding one another. Um, but to comment on what was said earlier, like certain things can be overlooked with time. But I know for me, the things that I want from a relationship, if I can get like 70 or 80% of those things, then it will be, I will be giving my relationship the highest possible chance I can at success. If I get with somebody who I don't find attractive and their conversation sucks and they don't provide for me and I don't feel safe, then the relationship is going to fall off. At least be somewhat attractive or physically attractive to me in some way. Like I dated a guy who was shorter than me and probably not the best looking guy I was with, but his body was crazy. He had muscle, he had an eight pack y'all, but this was also in high school. I don't really count those relationships. That relationship I only had, that was my only serious relationship in high school. So he was actually shorter than me. I'm five, seven. He was like five, five, but the body was crazy. <laughs> Big buff. He was strong. He played football. Like, so I could overlook such shortcomings. <laughs> anyway, City of Brooklyn says, if you find a guy who's five, seven and you find his intelligence sexually attractive, yet you are put off by his lack of height, are you still sapiosexual? Yeah. Yes. I know what you're trying. I know what you're getting at. Um, I think what you are forgetting is that two can be true at the same time. Um, I do get turned on by intellectual conversation, but I also understand that at my basic carnal level, physical attraction is important for me as well. Um, oftentimes though, where the intellect, where the mental is lacking, the physical can compensate where the physical is lacking, the mental will compensate. But something like that would take more time to even consider as an option. You know what I'm saying? Or it would take more time to even have certain qualities revealed through consistent conversation, consistent stimulating conversation. And then certain physical attributes can be overlooked. But, um, for me, the connection is stronger if I like the way you look and you are mentally stimulating me. You know what I'm saying? Let me look up just because you're giving me a hard time. I like the challenge though. I appreciate it. Definition, sapiosexual. 
of a person oh shoot my computer went to sleep okay of a person finding intelligence sexually attractive or arousing a person who finds intelligence sexually attractive or arousing just because it is attractive or arouses me does not mean that you will get an end result of being able to sleep with me just because you're stimulating my mind mentally. It is sexy to display your intelligence, but intelligence, unfortunately, is not the only factor that plays a role in attraction. It's one of those legs on our stool, but, and it certainly helps when you have that mental connection because the physical will fizzle out eventually or it will have its cycles, it will have its ebbs and flows. So when you don't have that burning fiery passion to have sex with someone, if you can't enjoy their company and you can't enjoy their their way of thinking and their conversation, that's why people break up. It's not the passion, well, okay, how do I how do I phrase this because I actually explained this years ago when I did like a breakdown of my songs from my first album. <sighs> How do I explain this? Let me see. Uh, you cannot, oh no, no, it was a song. If logic will not make you stay, then reason was just a mistake. If logic will not make you stay, then reason is a mistake. And basically, I never released that song. That was produced by Sid L. Young, by the way. It's called Mistakes. But basically, the premise of that whole song is reason, when reason fails, am I saying this right? Passion is supposed to hold you down. So what's going to be your strongest factor is going to be the logical, the intellectual, it's basically a balance though. I have to figure out a better way to explain it, but passion is not what saves a relationship because passion is a feeling and feelings are temporary and they're not reliable, okay? So with that in mind, you have to rely on the logic and you have to rely on, okay, there are certain qualities of this person that provide me with 70 to 80% of the things that I say I want in my partner. And the other times when we're not necessarily seeing eye to eye, well, at least I know the odds are in favor of, hey, this is what I said I wanted and I have majority of what I wanted. Y'all know what I'm trying to say? So, mm. Sasso says, that's definitely me. EK says, sexualization of attraction. Uh, Sasso says, but there's definitely levels. The misleading and at them legs on the stool analogy. <laughs> the misleading? Oh no, I'm not misleading. City of Brooklyn says true, but it seems, mm, it seems something moot to cite sapiosexuality at all if it comes second to the more carnal. Um, it'd be akin to a person saying they are pansexual, but they only date men. I get it though, I suppose. The legs on the stool are not strong enough for the weight on the table. Passion is a flame and flames can be smothered. But um, yeah, we are approaching our one hour mark and Instagram is about to kick me off because they are limiting lives to one hour again. How lame is that? 
So thank y'all so much for engaging in this conversation with me and getting to know me a little better. Uh, this episode was filmed live. It's Thursday night. I typically do Wednesday, but if Wednesday night at past 10 o'clock is good for y'all, then let me know. So just a couple announcements before we go out. Sexy Lexi posters are available for purchase on my website. Or if you send me tips on my OnlyFans, $10 at least, then I can, or through my cash app, then I can send you the poster via, via mail. Or if you are in the Atlanta area, we can set up like a meetup time, meetup day or whatever. But thank y'all so much for listening. This uh, is live on Instagram, but the replay of this episode will post on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts every Friday at 9 p.m. Make sure you go to my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash sexylexistudio, S-E-X-C-L-E-X-C studio, and you can subscribe for free and you will get the Lex, the Lex chats. You will get the after hours chats. Um, for free once a week on OnlyFans. The more explicit stuff, that's pay per content, pay-per-view kind of situation. But yeah, so for anyone who's listening on Instagram, this is about to cut out, so peace out. Um, if you are listening on my Spotify or Apple Podcasts or YouTube, thank you so much for listening in. On YouTube, make sure you like this video, leave a comment down below to tell me what you think about the discussion or submit a question, ask me something for future topic for next time. Uh, make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. That's right. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please be sure to give me a five out of five star rating and leave a review so that this will be pushed into a bigger audience and put in front of more ears and eyes to listen to and watch. I would greatly appreciate that. Again, make sure you tune in for the live recording of Lex Chat as well as After Hours every Wednesday night for the live recording on Instagram at LexiATL, L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram, where I record these shows live. That's Lex Chat and the Sexy Lexi After Hours. Typically do the live recording on Wednesday nights. Lex Chat replays on, that episode airs on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Sexy Lexi After Hours plays on Fridays at 9 p.m. on OnlyFans, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Remember, it is free to subscribe to the OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash sexylexistudio, S-E-X-C-L-E-X-C studio. I am your sexy studio bae. And uh, I might get back into the club. It has legit been a month since I've been to the club, y'all. But that's because the studio has picked up and the club is meant to be a supplement, not necessarily a main source of income. So I am grateful. But yeah, thank y'all so much for tuning into this week of the Sexy Lexi After Hours chat. My name is Lexi, your sexy studio bae. Until next week, peace.